Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Happy Wiggly Whack Wednesday, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Morning to all those of you who are listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Talking about a Senator's win last night, 7-5 over the hated Boston Bruins at the CTC in front of a sold-out crowd. That's when you want it to happen. <laughs> the exactly. home opener, yeah. sold out crowd, and the promise that this is going to be an exciting, young, amazing new team, and you they run like run it up to seven points. That's just That's amazing. Incredible. Yeah, you really got your money's worth last <laughs> yes, night. Yes, for sure. I heard, I heard since President Anthony LeBlanc on our station, our sister station, TSN 1200 yesterday, he's promising the sun, moon, and the stars, and they delivered last night. Yeah, it's so uh, exciting. When the opening ceremonies started, I, first of all, I love how Jonathan Trottier introduced Artem Zub. He, she said Artem, and the whole crowd went Zub. <laughs> and what I especially liked when I heard a "Beautiful Day" playing, I'm like, why? Why is the Sense DJ playing "Beautiful Day"? Of course, because it's for Daniel Alfredson coming out, coming out last night. Please welcome your former captain, forever number eleven, and class of 2022 Hockey Hall of Fame inductee. Daniel Alfredson. Oh, they'll always love their Alfie. <laughs> it was such an exciting game. Uh, they had uh, a lot of activities, uh, obviously, for the home opener. And uh, I, my, my entire news feed is filled with senators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Every, for sure. I think the whole city was at the game. Yeah. I, I, didn't wa- I only watched the first two goals and I had to go to sleep. Because I got to get, get up for this job. <laughs> but you watched but, all the highlights, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got up early, extra early this morning, scrolled through all the highlights, and I love this from Brady Kachuk. Drake just used the word fun to describe this game. Would you do the same? That was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, I don't think in all the rinks, you know, felt that much, felt that excited for a game before. So credit to all the fans and all the support that came out tonight because that was uh, that was an amazing experience how easy was it for you to feed off of uh, the atmosphere in the crowd oh if you uh, can't get excited for that that game and that energy that crowd then i don't know what's wrong with you so they brought it tonight they brought the uh the energy and excitement and we just fed off that right from the start there's a couple of hiccups there but um no i thought for the most part they really played a you know, pretty good game so um, definitely a pretty amazing experience tonight I mean, especially after, like, two years of pandemic play for those guys, like, to have that atmosphere, you know, that really does make a difference for the athletes. I mean, at one point, they were playing for cardboard cutouts (laughs) that were in the stands (laughs) just to look like there was heads. The 50-50 last night was $73,000. Oh, Amazing. Hockey's back, Ottawa. Yes, it is. When you think useless, think of Stu. Everybody, welcome. Welcome. All right, boys and girls, gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact about butterflies. And I'll tell you how, how butterflies are, are like us uh, humans. They can get drunk on a ju- on a piece. No, they can get drunk on the juice of a rotten fruit. On the juice of rotten fruit? Yes. Yeah, because it's like fermented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would imagine that a lot of um, insects can get drunk. <laughs> 
<laughs> on rotten fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But specifically, butterflies get drunk on the juice of rotten fruit. What if fruit flies get drunk? Yeah, I would think they would. I mean, bees like sweet things as well. Mm. We've heard about drunk bees before, I think. Oh, the bees will get hammered, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next time you're out and you see a butterfly not uh, going in the right flight pattern, uh, assume <laughs> they, they, they are really? kind of erotic with their <laughs> like they kind of go up down yeah they're you all know over the place. yeah 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 all right so how do we rate this uh useless fact about uh, drunk butterflies from zero to ten zero being the worst thing you've ever heard ten being the most amazing useless fact you've ever heard on the planet yeah i think i can only give you a seven this morning okay i'll take it <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same. 7.5. How okay. about we do that? I'll take yeah, the 7.5. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the text machine, we go at 10 0, 30. You send in your score and a creative handle like 10 from Fantastic. Thank you, mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's Kathy in with an 8.5. Uh, early morning kids giving you an 8.5 as well this morning. You told us this fact about wasps. Mm. Oh. I knew there was like a thing about drunk bees or something like that, and I thought it was about rotten fruit. Wasps always get into your alcohol. They yeah. like to fly down into beer bottles. They like to get in your cans. Yep. Mm-hmm. In a previous life, Andrew was a wasp. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Country Bumpkins are giving it a 10. They think that's very interesting. Uh, my number one fan, Neurotic Mama, gives me a 10. Thank you, Mother. Uh, Connie, the wound care nurse, only gives you a six this morning because she says fermented fruit can make a lot of things intoxicated. When my husband was in the Northwest Territories, the ravens used to eat the fruit out of the bar that was tossed out. Connie. (laughs) And he said it was very interesting watching drunk ravens. Yeah. (laughs) That would be hilarious. They'd they'd get even louder. (laughs) Because her text was too long, she's banned. Oh, Um, God. Sleepy Leaves giving me a five. Okay, I give you this because it's useless. We already knew this. We had butterflies in the house every year with the daycare kids. I don't care. <laughs> Pierre, the dehydrated <laughs> Frenchman who loves his uh, cocktails, says, going to invite the butterflies over for some cocktails then. They're giving that a 10. Uh, the butterflies yeah. know how to party. The wannabe Canadian, lots of drunk, uh, lots of animals get drunk on fermented fruit as well. So I didn't know about the butterflies. So it's a 10. Uh, 10 out of 10. Uh, cheers from Gusto, who's out in PEI. Thank you, Gusto. Yeah, you did pretty good. Nice Thank fact. you very much, everybody. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Attention, all campers. Listen up, Janelle. <laughs> Some big changes coming what? to the Ontario parks. As if you care, Stu. Yeah, <laughs> like you've ever camped a day in your if life. If you give me an RV, I'll totally care about this. <laughs> yeah, right. You're a, yeah, you're a glamper. That's it. Yes, I am. So, uh, some changes coming to some of the most popular parks for next season. So, they're trying to give everyone a fair shake because, as we know, trying to book a campsite Ugh. is like trying to book swimming lessons for kids. You do <laughs> it in February, and you just like you book off your entire summer when you think you're going to go camping. Yeah. Like, I mean, year over year from like 2021, um, like compared to where it was at like 2014 levels, like 4.3 million people used to book campsites. After COVID and everything else, 2021, 6.6 million people were booking wow. campsites. Oh, my God. So, many, so many sites to go around. So they're trying to open it up a little bit for some other people to have a fair shake at trying to get uh, some of these sites. So between July 1st and Labor Day weekend, some of the biggest parks are going to be only offering a seven-day maximum stay limit. Oh, that's actually a pretty big deal. So, I mean, some of them are like 23 days right now. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we're talking Algonquin Park, Bon Echo, Kilbear, Pinery, Sandbanks, some of the biggest ones out there. So seven days is the best you're going to get all summer. This is always my problem when I go to book. It's always booked. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we talked about this yesterday and you knew it was coming. We talked about the uh, remarks that Kanye West was making on that podcast and he was claiming that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose instead of the police uh, knee that was on his neck for a very long period of time. And uh, his family is now coming out swinging and they are now uh, issuing a $250 million lawsuit against Kanye West's remarks. Damaging, defamation, undermining everything that they fought for in this whole movement to, you know, find justice for their uh, members. So it's actually the mother of his daughter that is filing the suit against Kanye West. And we saw how this happens. The Sandy Hook, you know, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones was slapped with over $900 million in payback to those families. You shoot your mouth off, you're going to pay. So Kanye West could be paying out $250 million to George Floyd's family. And that's what's trending. Step in, Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Now, typically when you are rushing to the emergency room, it's a serious matter. But when 13-year-old Jonathan arrived at the uh, ER... He had every single nurse and doctor, staff member <laughs> laughing at the situation. He was the king of the hospital. Basically, they were coming into his room going, do the thing, do it, do the thing. <laughs> because this is what he sounded like. That's him laughing, and that is because he had a squeaky, like the inside of a dog toy, like take up the little squeaker out of the dog toy, and it looks like a little kazoo sort of thing, like it's like a little long thing. So he was blowing it just to annoy his mother, and then she was like, I'm telling you, stop, and she like lunged at him to grab it, and it went down his throat. (laughs) So it got wedged in his throat, and so every time he talked or laughed like you just heard, he was squeaking. That is amazing. (laughs) And like, (laughs) obviously a bit of a serious matter because he had to have it like actually surgically removed. Yeah. They were able to use a scope, I think. Yeah. Uh, So not like fully under, but (laughs) oh my gosh. (laughs) But just like in his mom, it was just an afterthought for her to start recording. She wasn't even going to record it. But now here it is like 30 million views later and they've got this like worldwide celebrity. (laughs) Claim to fame in his 30 seconds of a viral video, yeah. But kids do dumb stuff. (laughs) This is true. Mm -hmm. Mostly to annoy us and uh, mostly because they're just, their brains are not developed yet or whatever it is. But we're asking you this morning about those times your kid maybe stuck something where it didn't belong or, you know. Thankfully, my kids have never done anything that uh, silly. Really? They've done a lot of other crazy things, but nothing like that. That's pretty surprising. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're not only just talking on their own own bodies but kids put stuff places and then like sometimes you find out way later in the game too <laughs> what was where uh, but for me my daughter I think I've told this story before on the air but for her when she was young she was like four years old she 
had some of those Bratz dolls. Like they were like Barbie dolls, but yeah, like more. Um, They're bigger, a little they bit. They were bigger, yeah. and they were um, like always done up in like bedazzled in like sparkly stuff, and these long, long earrings. And they were dangly earrings, like hoops or like lightning bolts and things like that. So sadly, we had the lightning bolt girl. <laughs> so <laughs> my daughter is lying on her bed and she's like trying on the brat's earring, oh. lightning bolt, like kind of putting it up to her own ear right, and pretending yeah. it's her earring. And then it slides down into her ear canal. <gasps> but she didn't tell us right away. Of course. So by the time I, she told me that her ear was sore, I'm looking in there and I could see something sparkling in there. But I couldn't get it. It was too far in. And also because it was a lightning bolt, all the jagged edges were, was like wedged yes. in there. So full on Chio surgery later, Ooh. putting her under when she's four Ooh. years old, had to get it surgically removed. And I was so embarrassed because the doctor, that she ended up having the surgeon was like the foremost surgeon for cochlear implants across oh. the country oh. <laughs> and here he is taking out like a doll's earring out of my kid's ear <laughs> I'm, I'm like, sure they've taken a worse yeah probably probably so uh that was probably the only time uh that well certainly we were going to chio for something that didn't belong where it was <laughs> but so we yeah. want to hear your stories uh give us a call 750-1100 or you can text it in at 10 30 there are a lot of you whose children have put things where they do not belong, whether that be in their own body or not. I think the most interesting story is about the kid who put the chicken where it didn't belong. Chicken? A, what? A, a living chicken. You will not oh. believe where this child put this chicken. <laughs> I'm intrigued. And how the mom found out. We'll get into that next. Well, we're sharing this morning those stories that make you just face palm as a parent when you're like, really? My kid did yeah. that. <laughs> We're talking about those times your kid stuck something that it did not belong in a place where it shouldn't have been. Uh, like this text we got to 10 30. My son last year decided it would be a good idea to stick his bubble gum up his nose. Ooh. The double bubble gum. The big stuff. <laughs> the big wad. <laughs> Went to Chio, sat and emerged for five hours. Had still not seen anyone yet when he told me, huh, it just went down my throat. <laughs> I love this text at 10.030 from Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. He says, my son, Ghost Rider, stuck a pretzel up his nose and had a piece break off. Luckily, I was able to get him to blow it out as he was five at the time. He insisted on telling you the story. Oh, man. Kids in their noses. There's a lot of noses. There's so many stories this morning. My friend had to get her son to block a nostril and try to blow a popcorn kernel out of his (laughs) nose when he <laughs> well, it's not just things on the body uh, where kids are sticking things where they don't belong. Debbie says her husband's child thought it'd be a good idea to put a peanut butter and uh, jam sandwich into the VCR. Oh, <laughs> slid it right in. Oh. <laughs> like a grilled cheese. Yeah, I mean, like that's a pretty good hole. That would fit that perfectly. I'm not yeah. sure how you get that out. You don't. And I think the VCR is destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Especially with the jelly oozing in. I do think that Brianna shared the best story with us this morning, though. So she said that her son thought that it would be a great idea to bring his chicken inside and stick it in the toilet for a bath. He has a chicken. (laughs) Yes. Of course. He has like a pet chicken. So he figured the chicken was enjoying herself. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to close the lid on you in the toilet. No! Splish, splash, I'm taking a bath. I'm going to close the door, too. I'm going to give you some privacy. You can enjoy the bathroom and enjoy your bath. 
Well, Brianna doesn't find the chicken until after her son has gone to school for the day. Oh, no, it's chicken soup now. Yeah, luckily, the chicken wasn't harmed. And this isn't the only chicken offense that he has made. She said um, uh, he also put the chicken in his backpack and took her to school the following oh, week. Oh, no, he did not. <laughs> this chicken needs to write Who some book of adventures. <laughs> Oh, this her, guy. Her son does. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? I danced line dance to that song in many bars way back then. So it looks like Billy Ray Cyrus is healing his own achy breaky heart. So we know that uh, he and his wife Tish were together for 30 years and she filed for divorce only five months ago. Oh, I thought it was recent. Very recent. And he, by the end of the summer, had a new girlfriend and they were going Instagram official. Well, yesterday they posted what appears to be their engagement photos because they're posing in the leaves like you did, you know. And she's holding up her hand and she's showing off that finger and that rock. And uh, so seemingly he's putting it out there that he's engaged. Uh to this woman named Fire Rose, who is, a, I guess, a singer, and he's been working with her on music. He's a music producer. Yeah. He is 61 now, Billy okay. Ray Cyrus. 61, okay. Yep. Fire Rose is 23. <gasps> Billy Ray Cyrus has six children. Okay. Five of them are older than his new fiance. Oh, God. And she is the same age as his youngest. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> That's a little weird. No. Sisters. <laughs> how do you do family functions? Like, how? Oh, this is going to be all kinds of... I wonder how <laughs> Miley and all of them feel about this. Like, Miley's 10 what? years older than this girl. <laughs> I mean, Miley's a pretty free spirit, so yeah. maybe she's okay with it. Maybe. But, like, this is also, what, they've been together for two months? Like five, About five months? Or, yeah, like two months? Yeah, you're right, because August they went kind of official, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently he and his wife had been living separately even before she filed. But okay, but... Mm. We'll give him that much. Okay. <laughs> I mean, love has no age. Love knows no age. But, you're right. Uh, that's you're a right. little bizarre to me. He, yeah. He's lived three of her lifetimes. Yeah. It just yeah. depends how your kids feel about it, right? Yeah. Like, I think that should weigh in on this. 100%. So you guys love a good tractor trailer story. We've seen these spills that happen on the highways all the time, right? What happened yeah. this time? Uh, what was it we've seen recently? We saw Coors Light, right? All yeah. over the yeah. highway. We saw um, a sex toy truck. Also. Yes. <laughs> there was that. There was milk. I loved the Alfredo sauce one. Alfredo <laughs> sauce all over the highway. Well, the latest one, and thankfully everybody's okay, and that's why we can laugh about it, but it's an overturned tractor trailer sent, guys, 22,000 pounds of live catfish no. spilling oh. out on a North Carolina highway. Just like a fishy mess. They're flopping everywhere. They were live. Why were they alive? Because I don't know where they were going. Like to markets, I guess? To fish markets? Okay. Catfish? I mean, it's a delicacy, I right? guess, yeah. Catfish bites. Used to get those at uh, Big Daddy's back then. Oh, my God. That goes back. Yeah. 22,000 pounds, though, of live catfish. I'm assuming they're all not going to make it. (laughs) I'm assuming they weren't going to where they were going anyway. Uh, The driver was fine. Oh, my gosh. And that's What's Trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group.
It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? Today on the line, we have with us Karen and Jennifer. And Stu, you and Jennifer will be up first. Good morning, Jennifer. Let's pull off a win just like the Senators beat the Boston Bruins last night, 7-5 at the CTC. All right, let's do it. All right, choice of categories, please. So uh, we have this morning, uh, thanks to Donna Pascal, baseball versus hockey. So which category would you like? Okay, let's do hockey. Thank you very much. All right, <laughs> hockey in three, two, one. The person that's stopping the goals? Oh, The goalie. Oh, sorry. Uh, the person behind the bench directing traffic. Telling you what to do behind the bench. The coach. Yes, and what are you wearing on your head? Helmet. And w- w- when you get a, um, uh, you, you do. Yes, and what do you sit for a penalty? Uh, the penalty box. Yes, and uh, you're. This was a big movie in the late seventies, starring the Hanson brothers. And, uh, hockey players take a ah. wicked slap shot. Mm. I was so excited because it was hockey. I thought I could get everyone, but... (laughs) You guys got three, so uh, we'll see how that holds up. (laughs) Good morning to Karen. Hi. Good morning. Morning. How's your baseball knowledge? Uh, It's okay. It's okay. We can get through this. It's going to be fine. All right. So again, our category is baseball things, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. When you swing and miss, it's called a... Strike. Yes. And the person behind home plate, that's... Umpire. Nope. Uh, the catcher. Yes. And the person on the mound is the... Pitcher. Yes. And you wear a baseball... Helmet. On, on your head. No. Helmet. Uh, cap. Yes. Uh, and it's... Uh, the outfield is in the shape of a... Uh, you put this... Uh, you. Uh, no. Uh, it, triangle. You put this in an engagement ring. It's a... Diamond. Yes. And the Toronto team is... Maple Leafs. No, no. In baseball. Uh, Jets. (laughs) The Jets. The Jets? I don't know. It's the Blue Jays. The Blue Blue Jays. Jays. You've heard of the Blue Jays, right? Uh, I've heard of them. I didn't think of it. She wanted hockey as the category, I think. Everything's the Leafs in Toronto. (laughs) Uh, It's all good. You guys did really well. Yay. Solid game. Tell Karen what she has won today. Well, we are sending you off to go see Jan Arden at the National oh. Arts Center Gala. This is coming up November the 5th, and you got a pair of tickets. Oh, thank you. That's en- great. Enjoy. Thank you. Turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, congratulations to Carolyn Jarvis, who just won a pair of Sense tickets. Uh, for, what, for what game again? Uh, it's coming up October the 27th, and uh, that is... Uh, yeah, Minnesota game. Okay. So we're going to have tickets to give away pretty much every day. We've got a great of partnership course. with the Ottawa Senators. And last night, they kind of had like a big deal, like a big night. Yeah. <laughs> Everything they promised last night, they delivered with a 7-5 win over the Boston Bruins. But what I found really interesting was seeing Daniel Alfredson coming out last night. Please welcome your former captain, forever number 11, and class of 2022 Hockey Hall of Fame inductee, Daniel Alfredson. Yeah, a lot of people said they got chills and a, like yeah. a little lump in their throat seeing Big that. Time. The crowd that, supporting him. 
And Anthony LeBlanc, the president of the senator, said on radio yesterday on our sister station, TSN 1200, that it would be very reminis- reminiscent of Alfie's uh, night in 20, uh, 20 uh, when was it, uh, six years ago when we raised his uh, uh, raft. Jersey number? to the ra- yeah. number to the rafters. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it was exactly what was promised, and the fact that they beat the Bruins seven five on an opening night. Nothing is sweeter than that. And a nothing. full house too. I mean, yeah. like I think for the players themselves, like Brady Kachuk said, like yeah. it was just an unbelievable atmosphere at oh, the CGC yeah. last night, and hopefully, like. Every home game is like that this season. <laughs> I mean, they haven't had a sellout in a while, let's be honest. I mean, it was, you know, at one point they were playing to an empty arena. So this has yeah. got to feel good. I and- loved I loved PA announcer Jonathan Trache's introduction of Artem Zub. He said, number two, Artem, and the whole crowd went, Zub. Mm-hmm. They're getting into it. They're loving this young team. They promised yeah. us, you know, like they had a ton of energy and a ton of fire. And, I mean, to run it up to seven goals last night was pretty epic. I mean, you know... When you look at goaltending, obviously you want less yeah, <laughs> goals, yeah. but yeah. come on, when it comes to the action of the crowd, you want to see that puck go in as many times as possible. And it was, of course, the new guy, Claude Giroux, that scored the first Senators goal last night. Like, it couldn't have been scripted any better. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So, But leaving the CTC last night, listen to the sound. with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So there's a bit of a war of the grocers going on, and let me dumb it down for you what's actually happening right now. So it started off as a move that was touted as a way to help Canadians save money at a time when many are struggling to cope with inflation. Loblaw announced that it was going to freeze prices on more than 1,500 of its no-name brand items right through the end of January. So some of the items like apples, coffee pods, bagels, pasta, butter, toilet paper, essentials, right? So this price freeze is going to stop prices from increasing right through January 31st. So in response to their competitor, Metro, which is the third largest grocer behind Loblaw and Sobeys, seemingly attempted to undermine what their competitor was doing by saying, well, this is something all grocers already do. It's industry practice to freeze prices over the holidays. Oh, good. But what that did, though, not good, was raise eyebrows and questions because that would be illegal. Oh, <laughs> that, su- that suggests that there's collusion between grocery chains to price fix. You remember the whole bread war, the bread yeah. price fixing? So they had to double back on their statement saying, well, this is common practice for Metro to freeze prices over the holidays. And we will once again be doing that, not only on their private label, but on their national brands, too. So Lobla came out to say what Metro is saying is not true. They do not do this like they do every uh, holiday season. So they've said that them freezing the retail price of this more than 1,500 essential items is unprecedented in Canada and something they're doing for the next three months. So it's a bit of a pissing match. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, I mean, part of me just wants to say, oh, congratulations. Good to you, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, no, I like in the most sarcastic way yeah. ever because yeah. they have been gouging us. Yeah, Galen's not hurting. <laughs> no, <laughs> not exactly. at all. <laughs> I didn't, mean, hang on a sec. Didn't Loblaw get like a whole bunch of money uh, during the pandemic for their freezers? 
They yeah. got a whole bunch of federal money. Something like, like that. They're, they're trying somebody to look else. good, and like they shouldn't. Like they're, they're, no. Like you sh- I mean, yeah, regardless of who's doing what or who's doing it better, because they all want to have that, you know, claim to fame. I mean, here's just hoping it saves us some money in yeah. some way, shape, or form across any of the grocery chains, because it's brutal out there. It really is. I'll be shopping at Farm Farm Boy the way I'm doing. <laughs> the most yeah. expensive place. No, no, you have no, no, no. But yeah. Farm Boy gives you the, probably the freshest uh, produce. Yeah, I mean, I flip app, I shop around, I go wherever is the best deal. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's well, hopefully over the holiday season Especially when it gets really going important. Into the holidays, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. And that's uh, what's trending. Brought to you by Defalco's for brewers and winemakers. I got the feels, and it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's all the feels on Move One Hundred. Well, the pandemic may have knocked large-scale fundraisers to their knees over the past couple of years, but Fight for the Cure has not gone down for the count. So it all happened just this past Saturday night. Fight for the Cure reclaimed its title as one of the most entertaining and exciting nights for the Ottawa business community. So basically, it's a white-collar boxing event. It matches up local community members in the ring in a boxing battle. There's a panel of judges that decide the winner of each bout, but really on a night like that, there are no losers. It takes a lot of guts and a lot of courage to do what these guys did and step into the ring. Remember when Trudeau did that years yeah. ago? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he, he, was, got, he was one of the with boxers. Brazo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. So the totals are in, though, after Saturday night, and COVID or not, this fundraiser came out swinging and raised a whopping $1 million dollars. For the Ottawa Regional Cancer Foundation. Wow. That's pretty impressive. So this, of course, helps people diagnosed with cancer right across eastern Ontario, uh, funds local research, clinical trials, and support through their newly uh, formed Ottawa Community Cancer Hub. So this million-dollar night nearly doubled the previous record-breaking night that they set back in 2019. Incredible. Doubled. That's Bananas make up for a couple of lost years. Yeah, big time. So yeah, million dollars. So congratulations to all the boxers for doing what you did. All of their entourages that supported them. The organizers, of course, of this night. Great night for a great cause. Good job, everybody. And that's all the feels on Move One Hundred.